So if I'm being honest, I think one of the worst things about being in the whole online business, online course space that I'm in is that I get associated with an entire group of jerks that are ruining this space for the rest of us. There is so much garbage out there on passive income and so much garbage out there about starting an online business uh, that sometimes I'm ashamed to come to work every morning and talk about online business and passive income. But the good news is there are some good apples in the bunch. And what I thought I would do in today's episode is share with you three of my favorite, three online business experts that I trust and specifically what I've learned from them. These are people that you can go learn a ton from yourself and feel good about it and know that you're gonna actually grow your business in the process. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 83 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more to the things and people you care about. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Honored to spend some time with you today. It's Thanksgiving week here in the U.S. as this episode's airing, but maybe you're listening or watching this uh months down the road, and or you don't live in the U.S., it doesn't matter to you, but it matters to me. And so I'm thankful for you. And what I thought I would do is share three online business experts that I'm thankful for as well, point you to them so you can go show them some love and check out their stuff. Uh, and then also I'm going to break down a couple of things I've learned from each of them that have shaped the way I do business. Before we get into that, if you are looking to spend some time this holiday season, like actually thinking about 2021 and the upcoming year and building your online business and building your passive income business, or if you got the foundation started, but you just, you're not doing it. I mean, so many of you, you know a lot, but you're not doing it and you need some help. You need some direction, you need some clarity. I want to give you an entire workshop that I did absolutely free on my passive income components, the four pieces of uh, information, the four pieces of the pie that you need to create automatic passive income. Yes, it involves some work, but once you get it up and running, the work is very minimal and what you're doing is creating a system that works for you. So when people say passive income, they're either lying to you or promising you something that's not a reality, uh, or they could be telling you the truth. You create a system that creates money for you passively even when you're not working. So you don't go to a job clock in and you get paid by the hour. What I'm a fan of is building systems, building businesses that require a little bit of feeding, just a little bit of feeding to keep them spinning, but then they can spin and spin and spin. And what they do when they spin is they help people, they add value in the world, and they put money in your bank account. If you're interested in all three of those things, then you need to watch my workshop, my passive income workshop. It's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. If you're watching on YouTube, you can just click the link below. And what it's going to do, it's about 45 minutes um, so it's, but it's worth watching. It's literally the four components you need to create passive income. Some of my best tips and strategies for doing it, all the tools and strategies and the techniques that you need to pull it off. So it's not just concepts. It's like, here's how to then go do it. Uh, I even give you scripts and templates. You can just rip from, uh, the training and apply in your business, email, all kinds of stuff. It's all there for you. Uh, if you haven't watched it, I don't know what you're doing. This is my best material, my most clear material. Um, it's free, 
but you got to be ready. You got to be ready to do it and dive in. I want you to build that passive income business this year because if you didn't do it this past year, the upcoming year is the perfect time to do it. Okay. So go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop, dive in there and uh, build some passive income. All right. Let's talk about three gentlemen who um, I have a lot of respect for and I've learned a lot from, and I would feel comfortable recommending their resources at any point in time. Uh, no particular order, but I'm going to walk you through. The, there's plenty of them, but these are three that I have learned three very distinct things, actually six things. There's two from each of these gentlemen that I've learned um, that I think will really help you. So the goal of this episode is to actually help you right now. So you could just literally learn these six things I'm going to share with you. But then also it's to give you some resources to then dive in after you watch this one or listen to this one and go check out their material. You ready? All right. Online business expert number one is Ramit Sethi. Ramit Sethi has two main websites. One is called IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com, which to his own admission sounds like a scam. And the second is GrowthLab.com. So Ramit started I Will Teach You To Be Rich as a personal finance blog back in 2006. Uh, and I found his material around 2006, right when he had started, um, as I was beginning my journey of learning about how money works and how investing works and debt and credit cards and uh, all that kind of stuff. So I was gobbling up resources. You probably heard me talk about Dave Ramsey. I think he was the first person I ever started to learn about money from. And then I started to get online and found all these great blogs that were blowing up at the time. And Ramit's was one of those that stood out because uh, he was funny, he was snarky, he was smart. But really, the biggest thing is he added insane value for free. And I started following him forever. He has since evolved that brand to not just be about money, but to be about negotiating your salary, landing a good job. And then he got into entrepreneurship. And that's when I kind of came back to his material in 2013 and started to pay attention to it for a different reason, because I didn't have an online business when I found him in 2006. But in 2013, I did have an online business and I was doing great, but I was ready to learn more. And he was launching some material on online business on selling, on sales copy. And I really started to dive in even deeper in sort of like a second wave with Ramit. He's since founded another website called Growth Lab, which has a lot of contributors, himself included, um, that are talking specifically about growing your business. So it's more niched on, on business and online business. I've actually written three or four articles for Growth Lab as a guest contributor. So you can check out my articles there, or you can just type Graham Cochran and Growth Lab into uh, Google and you'll find my articles there. So uh, I was able to meet Ramit Sethi in New York in 2014. He interviewed me um, up at a studio there. I took one of his courses years ago um, and got some killer results with it. And he was he was doing some interviews. So he flew me up there um, to do an interview to talk about it. But I got to know him a little bit more. Um, we've stayed in touch briefly um, from time to time. I'll reach out. He'll reach out. He keeps up with my journey. I keep up with what he's doing. He's he's taken a blog and turned it into a legitimate multi-million dollar year business, a massive team, I think for an online business, remote employees. He has a big vision, which I really, really respect. Um, and he's, he's one of the OGs in the online course space. Um, and he's super consistent. Um, he's evolved and tried different things. And what I love about him is he's willing to share what's worked and what hasn't worked. But he is a great resource. I Will Teach You To Be Rich is a fantastic site, as scammy as it sounds. And then Growth Lab is just a great resource for online business in general. Just tons of content. 
that will inspire you. Tons of great case studies. Um, just great, great content out there. Two things that I learned from Ramit, and one of them is very related to not only his sites, but all the people I'm talking about today, which is create world-class free content. I think that's always been his his aim is he'll, he'll say it like he wants to create free content that's better than other people's paid content, which is a bold stance and a bold claim, but I love the goal. Like he really prides himself in writing an article or shooting a video um, that is insanely valuable so that you never have to pay him for anything to get value. You, you could follow his material for years, not pay him a dime and get a ton of value out of it. Cool story. I'm a good example of this. Like I said, I followed him starting in 2006. I read his emails and his blog posts from 2006 off and on without paying him a dime or buying any of his courses or anything until 2013. That is seven years later. I finally bought a course of his that cost $2,000. Um, that is impressive for two reasons. One, that his content was good enough to keep me engaged for seven years. Now, did I open every email? No. Did I read every blog post? No. But did I unsubscribe? No. Why not? Because all of his stuff is valuable. Even if it's not relevant to me right now, I was never bothered by his emails because even his promotional emails when he's launching a course are chock full of value. I learn something or they're funny or I get a new perspective. Um, never a wasted moment in his content. So because his content was so world-class, his free content, I never unsubscribed in seven years, which is amazing. And then I finally bought seven years later. And I've since bought lots of stuff with him. I've spent lots of money with Ramit and it's, it's been worth every penny. But here's the other thing. If he had not gotten my email address back in 2006 with a lead magnet of some kind, I don't know what it was. It was maybe a, you know, free chapter of his book or it was some, it was some, PDF or something, if he had never got my email address, he would never have gotten thousands and thousands of dollars from me years later, which just proves the concept. Capture the email address because they might buy from you seven years later. That's what happened to me. He got my email address. Seven years later, I started spending money with him and I started spending a lot of money with him between 2013 and 2015. So amazing, amazing to see when you create world-class free content where your goal every time you put out an article, a podcast, or a video is like, I really want this to truly help somebody, not just be the front face of my passive income business, not just because I want to capture their email address. Both of those things are true and neither of those things are bad, but it doesn't have to be one or the other. You don't have to like commit to growing your business or creating world-class free content. I actually think, and Ramit's a great example of this, creating the best free content in your niche will grow your online business. So had a huge influence on me, made so much sense to me. I was already doing that um, before I really paid attention to his business model. But when I realized, oh my gosh, what I'm doing over the recording revolution, he's doing in the, the personal finance and business space, that it makes so much sense. My fans over here love my stuff because I give so much good stuff away. Same thing with Ramit. And that loyalty has been rewarded for him. So that's the first thing I learned from Ramit Sethi was create world-class free content. The second thing was what he says is to move up the value chain. Uh, and this can apply whether you have a service-based business or a product business. Either way, most people are undercharging. They're afraid to charge what they're worth. They're afraid to charge premium prices 
because they're afraid that if they charge so much, they, they won't make the sale. And what Ramit taught me was it's actually the opposite. While you, while you can build a business making a ton of money by selling at the bottom, you have to be like a McDonald's or a Walmart. That's, that's really hard. You have to be the biggest player in the space to sell that move, that much product at low prices to make high profits. Um, instead, you, if you respect yourself and start to move up, even if you have to slowly incrementally you know, increase your rates or your prices for your products, um, you'll notice a couple things. One, when you move up, it, it takes just as much effort to promote a $10 course as it takes to promote a $100 course. Conversion rates are very similar. You don't actually sell a ton more if it's cheaper. That Don't always assume you're going to sell more if it's cheaper. So I've learned, man, I'm going to put in all this work to build a course and to write sales copy and to write the emails and to do a launch. Why would I sell it for, for cheap when I could sell it for more premium and, and almost convert the same? So you make way more money when you charge more. It sounds kind of obvious, but most people are like, well, but what if it don't sell? You, you will sell. Uh, two, people almost buy more when you sell for higher prices or take advantage of the course and actually watch every video because they've spent more. They, they are investing more. They believe that it is worth their time. If you charge 30 bucks for a course that you could sell for 150 bucks, they buy it for 30 bucks. They might not get around to watching it, even if it's amazing. They spend 150 bucks. You better believe they're going to dive in and start watching that thing. And what happens when they dive in and watch? They're going to get results because you've put together a really good course. When they get results, they're going to give you great testimonials. They're going to feel like it was worth 150. When you you don't get in that $30 course and you don't get results, you're like, eh, I want the 30 bucks back. Like, this is the crazy thing. And I teach my students this all the time. When you charge low prices, you attract low quality customers who don't really invest in it. They don't really watch the videos. And what do they want? They want a refund. You charge premium prices, people are really invested. Your refund rates will actually go down a lot of times. People will get a ton more value out of the course. They'll take it seriously. It's a win-win. So it's this it's this paradox of charge more and people are happier and you make more money. Charge less, people are less happy and you lose money. It's not that linear and it's a little murkier I get, but there is a spectrum there that you want to be on the premium side. You want to move up that value chain. It's scary. I get it. But you know what's also scary is not making money. <laughs> That's scary. Because then you have to shut down, right? So you need to make money. You need to charge what you're worth. If you're not sure what you're worth, experiment. There's something called price elasticity, like an elastic band. Stretch it and see how far it'll stretch before it snaps. It'll probably stretch farther than you think. So raise those prices to that point where you find that sweet spot where it still converts great, make high profit margins, people are happy, but it's not some crazy price that nobody can afford it. And you might have to come back down a little bit, but it's probably higher than you think. So Ramit Sethi from I Will Teach You To Be Rich in Growth Lab. Online business expert number two that I trust and what they've taught me is Pat Flynn. I love Pat Flynn at Smart Passive Income, the Smart Passive Income podcast. This guy's been podcasting since 2010, I think. Um, he's one of the truly good guys in our industry. Uh, a ton of interviews on his podcast, a ton of great content. He does a lot of YouTube videos as well these days, but pa uh, podcasting is his bread and butter, um, blog posts as well. But this is a guy who is a great example of someone who just started to create some passive income. Um, he has a great, a great story where he created an online course that helped, um, I wanna say it was architects pass a certain environmental exam. Um, so it's very niche. It was like he had learned how to pass this exam in college, and he thought he could help other people pass it. And originally, he was selling an ebook, 
on on that. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's an ebook. And he started to make money selling this ebook. And so he was like, oh my gosh, like I just like I can help somebody do something that I've already done and I can sell a digital product and it makes money. And it kind of started his journey of passive income. Um, what I love about Pat Flynn and two things I've learned about him. One is he's the king of multiple streams of income. Okay. So have multiple streams of income. Don't have just one income stream, even if it's your online business. Like if you have your online business and you got your course and it's selling, that's great. Your next goal is to get a second stream of income. Um, something that can balance out your current stream. Have as many streams as you can. I did a video on an episode uh, a few months ago on my 10 streams of income. I have 10 streams. I probably have more now. I'm working on trying to get some more. The more you have, the more diversified you are. That If one dries up, then you still have money over here. Uh, and also takes off the pressure mentally for needing this one thing to constantly sell. For example, if anything, um, COVID has taught us anything this year is that it's, life is unpredictable, business is unpredictable. So I've had some products do really well because of COVID and others not so well. And then some streams that were doing well, let's say in the beginning of COVID, have died down and then other ones are coming up. It's been so unpredictable, but I have so many streams of income that what really matters is the top line, like how's revenue going? Well. In this brand, the Graham Cochran brand, it's skyrocketing this year. But internally, it's kind of all over the place. But it doesn't matter because I make a living off of all the streams flowing into my bank account. So multiple streams of income. One of the things that Pat Flynn did, and I, I don't know if he was the first to do this, but certainly one of the originals, was he would post his uh, monthly income reports. So what he would do is every month, when the month was over, he would create a document and post it. And he put it on the top of his website. He doesn't do this anymore, but he put it at the top of his website and say, here's what I made in March. So if we just finished March, let's say he would say, I made $101,326.25 in March. So it'd be some random number, but the exact total revenue number of the previous month. And you could click on that number. A, it's like sort of like proof, like how much I'm making. So you should pay attention to me because I'm actually making money doing this. So I love the credibility piece there. Pretty bold. But you not only could you see how much he made last month, you can click on it, it'd open up a report. He would write up a little explanation about how he got that number, whether it was higher or lower than he expected, what, what was the big win or the loss. And he broke down all of his revenue. So he would say like, yeah, you know, last month was higher than usual because I had this big launch for this new product. But you would see his products, you would see his affiliate income. And that's when I started to see... This guy, he you know he has courses. He's got maybe a membership site. I don't know when he when I was first discovering his income reports, but that's when I realized this guy has a lot of affiliate income, right? Like I think one of his biggest affiliates has been Bluehost. You know he's teaching people how to start an online business and and create passive income. They need to have a website and have hosting, and so he would say, you know, if you need a host, use Bluehost and use my link, and you get some discount or something. But then he would get affiliate income from those ongoing recurring Bluehost subscriptions, right? That's one thing that I do here is I'm always talking about Kajabi and I'm always sharing my affiliate link with Kajabi. And there's two reasons why, One, three reasons why. One, I'm an evangelist for Kajabi and I have been long before they ever had an affiliate program. I really want you to be on Kajabi. Like it's the best platform for your online business. Trust me. Two, uh, you get double the free trial when you use my Kajabi link. So you, you benefit, you get twice as long to play with it and you get a bunch of bonus videos. I'll call the 28 Day Free Challenge. So if you want that, it's at grahamcochran.com slash kajabi. Uh, but then three, if you become a paying customer of Kajabi after your 28 Day Free Trial, then part of your payment goes back to support my business 
even though it costs you nothing else. So it's like this cool win-win. So when I promote it, those are the three reasons why. It's a it's a great part of my business model that was unexpected because I didn't think it'd be that big of a deal, but it's really worked out well. Same thing with uh, Pat Flynn. He's got tons of affiliate revenue, tons of different products. And so, you know, advertising, you know, he would just add it all up. And you realize, well, that's small, that's small, that's kind of big, that's okay. But you add it all together, it's a big income for the month. And that's when you realize diversify. Like if you have an ocean and you want to fill it up or like a big basin, you want to fill it up with water so it becomes an ocean. If you have one stream or one river filling it up, it'll take a while to fill. But if you could get multiple rivers connected to your basin and and bringing water in, even if one brings less than the other, eventually it's going to fill up a lot faster because you have more water coming in from more places. This is a very obvious metaphor, but that's the whole idea of multiple streams of income. Also, if something cuts off one stream, you're not going to run out of income or water in that metaphor. So Pat Flynn had multiple streams of income. Love that that um, sort of thrust of his of his brand. And then this is really huge for, for all of us to learn is what I've learned from Pat Flynn is to be humble and transparent. Humble and transparent. One thing I love about Pat is he is a truly good guy. Um, and he's always displayed a lot of humility. He just seems like a normal dude. Uh, because he is a normal dude, but he's done very abnormal, extraordinary things. He never comes across as some slick guru. He's just a humble, goofy dude. And he's always been transparent about his family, about his income, about his goals. Um, He's interviewed so many people on his podcast. He's always learning from them. There's no air of, I've got it all figured out. You guys need to listen to me. He's just always from day one been sharing what he's been learning as he grows his passive income business, which is a great model to follow. Every one of you can simply build a brand based off of, hey, this is what I know about this topic and I'm sharing it with you as I learn it. Because if what you're sharing gets people results, they will come back for more. They trust you when you get them results. That is your credibility, right? When you help them with some transformation in their lives, then they come back for more. So as you grow, just keep sharing. You never have to go back behind the curtain, get all polished up, and then come back and present as if you have it all figured out. That That's more of like your insecurity, or if it's me, my insecurity sort of causing us to feel like we have to be polished and put it all together. This is an era of authenticity and transparency where that's valued. Now, you can be authentic and transparent and not be helpful and not add any value and not know anything, then people will still like you and be grateful for your transparency, but they're not going to follow you because you have nothing to offer. You still have to bring ideas to the table. You still have to bring value, but you have that. If you've gotten some results in your own life, if you were overweight and lost a ton of weight, how did you do it? You did something remarkable, share that with the world, right? If you had $0 in your bank account and then you built a million-dollar business out of nothing, even if you don't have it all figured out, you've done something remarkable, right? So whatever it is, you have something to share. And if you're transparent and humble, people will really respect you for it. And I think it creates a a bigger bridge to people is when you're humble and transparent um, than if you're trying to be act like you have it all together. So I think that'll that'll bode well for you and your brand is to, if you are, aren't already, be humble and transparent. And if you are, stay humble and transparent. Again, not everybody in the online business space is like this. In fact, most aren't. 
Again, these guys, very different. So Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income, have multiple streams of income and be humble and transparent. And then the third online business expert that I trust, that I'm thankful for, and what he's taught me is Stu McLaren of Tribe, okay? Stu is another great guy. He's a guy who, his first business, he co-created a WordPress plugin called Wishlist Member. And Wishlist Member was a tool for WordPress sites that would turn your, your site into a recurring revenue stream into a membership site. So we would password protect certain pages. You'd be able to create plans. Like long before there was a Kajabi or it was easy, like when you wanted to have a membership site, you had to have some kind of plugin that would create a backend for your customers and password protect certain you know private pages so that you, you could create a membership site. It was, it was super wonky. And they created this tool called Wishlist Member um, that became super, super effective. And it, it in itself was a recurring revenue stream for Stu and his business partner because you pay every month to, to have access to it. Well, you might be able to pay once and for all. Maybe there's different price points. So Stu built that, got, and what he learned in building that piece of software for online business owners who had membership sites was how membership sites worked, which ones worked best. He got a lot of data, got a, a behind the scenes firsthand look at a ton of membership sites. And he became an expert in membership sites. How do you attract new people? How do you price it? How do you uh, keep your churn low, keep people staying in there? Um, how do you continue to add value month after month? So he started to become a sought after membership site guru, for lack of a better word. One of the things that he did that really put him on the map was he built Michael Hyatt's membership site, Platform University. So Michael Hyatt, best-selling author, New York Times best-selling author, uh, great, great business mind in and of itself. We could have talked about Michael in this episode, um, but he wanted recurring revenue or maybe Stu was trying to convince him he needs recurring revenue. All that to say, he built out Platform University, which is a, I believe, a seven-figure uh, a year membership site. Um, and it's done really, really well for uh, Michael Hyatt. So Stu kind of has just niche down into like, I'm the membership site guy. I'm the membership site guy. He's got a great product called Tribe, which is an online course that teaches you how to build successful membership sites. Um, I've gone through it. It's phenomenal. Um, I've had three membership sites that I've built over the years. And um, I went through Tribe not too long ago um, just to see if there's something I had missed. And like a lot of it was stuff I was already doing it, doing. But one of the things and this is one of the things I've learned from him that was so helpful inside of Tribe. And one of the things that I think he sort of pioneered that is brilliant when it comes to membership sites, but it's just brilliant in general when it comes to online business, is something he calls the success path. And what he says is with your students in a membership, you have to give them a path to follow, that they can self-identify where are they along the path. So it's almost like a, um, you know, a journey. So if you look at all my students, if you're brand new, you're probably going to be at this stage of the path. And the, the goal of the dream is this stage over here. And there could be five, there could be seven stages. You make them up, but you give people a journey. Like you're either, you're on some spectrum between here and here, and here are the different, you know, stops along the journey. And they have names, they have mile markers, so you can tell where you are and self-identify. And so people know, oh, okay, I'm I'm only this far along on this path but I know what to do next to get to the next step. Oh, and then I know what to do next to get to the next step uh, all the way to whatever 
the final goal is for your students. This kind of sounds obvious, and I think a lot of business owners, especially membership site owners, have this in the back of their mind vaguely. Like, I think my membership helps take people from here to here, but they haven't articulated it specifically, or maybe you've never articulated it or thought about it. Whereas like you've got a membership site, it just helps you with this, helps you get fit, helps you lose weight, helps you create better sounding music, which is great and all, but learning about the success path forced me to take it even further with my memberships, which is where are they when they're coming in and where am I trying to take them specifically and like break it down into bite-sized chunks. Dave Ramsey does this well. He's teaching people how to be smart with money, but he got really smart and created seven baby steps, seven steps to go from being deep in debt to being like financially independent. Um, but he defined what those are, the beginning and the end, and then he defined the steps in between and broke it up. So when people come to him, listen to his radio show, read a book, and they're deeply in debt, they got $50,000 in debt, and they don't have any savings, and they're overwhelmed, he's not going to tell them to buy a house and pay it off right now. He's going to say, look, first thing you got to do is you got to save $1,000. That's your first step is to save $1,000. And like he breaks it down. And then after that, you need to focus on listing all your debts from smallest balance to largest and focus on paying them off one at a time. And you don't move on to the next step until you've completed that step. He breaks it down so that you have steps to follow. People love steps to follow, right? Don't we all want them to be told what to do so you know what to do in general, you know where it's going, and you can ignore so much at the expense of what's important for you right now based off of your circumstances. So the success path is a brilliant model. Um, I know he teaches it in Tribe. I don't know if he's got some free content on it, but you could always try to Google Stu McLaren STU, Stu McLaren uh, success path, uh, and, and get some some content there, but it's just a great concept. Give your give your your customers a journey to go on and break it down into bite-sized steps and show them what to do first, second, third, or fourth, and they can figure out, they might already be halfway through your path, that's fine, but at least they'll know it and then they'll know what to do next. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, and then the second thing that I've learned from Stu that he does so well, uh, and all three of these gentlemen do, so I could have applied this to Ramit or Pat, but is celebrate your students' success. You could do this through testimonials. You could do this through case studies. You can do this through interviews, but celebrate your students' success. There's something so powerful about watching a normal person who's like you share where they've been and how they've gotten the results they've gotten. Even if they don't talk about the person that got them those results till the very end, just seeing their transformation, seeing their success, you feel like, oh, that that could be me. I could do that. Or I want that to be me. And you picture yourself in their shoes. And then you're like, oh, and I got this way because I bought Graham's course, Automatic Income Academy. Like how powerful is that, right? Instead of me telling you how awesome Automatic Income Academy is, and it's awesome. What if you were to listen to one of my students talk about how they had, you know, it, you know, inconsistent revenue, like 500 bucks one month, $4,000 the next month, um, no plan what to do but then they went through Automatic Income Academy and now they're doing $6,000 a month, virtually hands-off, consistent, uh, and they know exactly what to do first, second, third, and they just share their story. How much more powerful would that be? So Stu is just so excited about his students and their success, so excited. Ramit Sethi has done this for years. He would fly students out. Like, again, I'm a good example. He, he paid to fly me out to New York to put, to put me up at a hotel 
and bring me into a professional studio where he had a film crew. I mean, Ramit kind of does it up big time. He, he, I love it. He pours a lot of his money back into the business. He, he has a very polished brand, and I have a lot of respect for that. I don't think you need to be nearly that polished or high-end, but that's a decision he made, and I love it. But the point is, he, he was always big on interviewing successful students of his and getting their stories in front of potential customers. And I'm sure Pat does this as well. This is a, a, a secret weapon. Now, you might be saying, Graham, I'm at the very beginning of my business journey. I don't have any amazing case studies. Yeah, you do. Have you helped one person, even if they didn't pay you? Have you helped one person achieve a result? One client that you helped? One reader of your blog that like went and did something amazing and emailed you back and has this amazing transformation study? Like, Grab one amazing case study. Dig deep into your email archives or somebody DM'd you or somebody left a comment on your YouTube channel where they went and did something amazing. Again, it has less to do with you and more to do with your superstar students. Again, some of my best testimonials are gonna come from my students who are just the most driven, the most um, dedicated. I can't make somebody driven or dedicated, but I can put the material out there and then you know that that small one to 4% of your students are gonna take it and go crush it. You wanna find those people and, and like put them on a pedestal in front of your audience because they're going to make you look good, right? It's the same with recording revolution. I'm teaching musicians how to make their recording sound amazing. My favorite customer, you know, testimonials are the ones who not only got a record deal because they were already talking to record labels, um, but who have like a really great voice, right? Really good song. So when I share like their song and people are like, oh my gosh, it sounds amazing. And they, they, they give me all the credit because like I learned how to do this from Graham. Yeah, they learned how to record and mix from me, but they're super talented. They've got a great voice. They wrote some great songs and they had some good connections to get their song either on the radio or something big. So there's a lot that's not up to me, but they're like great case studies for me because they make me look great. And it's still real. They still attribute so much of the success to me, but right, they're the ones that have the talent. Not all my students who follow my material and, and get a lot of value out of it have that kind of talent. So I can still use their testimonials, but it's still not quite the superstar case study, right? So I'm sure you've got one person, even if you haven't sold anything that you've helped, that could be an amazing case study for you. Celebrate them. You know, use their case study in your launch material when you're selling. Put them on your sales page. Put them on your homepage. Celebrate your student's success. If you don't know your student's success, ask them to share it with you. You know, I have a membership site, a six-figure coaching community. And in the, the community group that we're, we're always typing, you know, texting back and forth, it's like a Facebook group, but it's a private community inside of Kaj my Kajabi backend. Um, there's a bunch of topics uh, and one of them is share your wins. I created that category to, to in, almost train people to, to try to share their wins. And from time to time, I'll ask them, what's your biggest win this month? What, what, what's working in your business? To, to pull it out of them. Sometimes they don't even think about their, their wins. They're like, oh yeah, well, I did do that launch in the middle of COVID and it did $10,000. And it's like, dude, this is amazing. So I, I'm able to pull a lot of stuff out of there and then they'll figure out what they can attribute it to. And I can just celebrate my student's success. I can say, you know, Susie from my membership made $10,000 in her launch and I, I can just display her as like my student in my community who did this amazing thing. And just that inference that it was because of me is somewhat there. It's, it's maybe because of me. It's probably so many things. There's osmosis there and she probably had a great launch strategy put together but she's my student, she got the success. I'm gonna celebrate her success because it's my success and then it helps me probably sell more product, right? Make sense? So Stu does this so well, Ramit does this so well. 
if you can find ways to put your your students on display, the ones that have done truly remarkable things, I think it will only help. So there you have it. Those are three online business experts that I trust. You should go check out all their stuff. They're super smart gentlemen. They have amazing brands. They each have their own unique spin on things, um, their unique angle where they're going to bring a ton of value to you and your business. So I'm going to link to them. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to link to their sites below um, where you can then find all their stuff. Some of them are bigger on YouTube than others. Some of them have a podcast. Some of them are more blog focused. Either way, go get on all their email lists and just just drink from the fire hose that is their amazing content. Um, and they're all OGs. They've been doing this for a long, long time. Um, so you're going to learn a ton from them. Uh, and if you're just watching, or excuse me, if you're just listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, um, Ramit Sethi at IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com or GrowthLab.com, Pat Flynn at Smart Passive Income Podcast, and Stu McLaren of Tribe. Go check them out. Look them up and uh, learn a ton. Hey, Happy Thanksgiving if you're in the U.S. and if you're watching or listening to this on Thanksgiving week. Uh, I'm going to be hanging out with my family and laying low this week. Um, but enjoy time with family. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And if you want some extra little classroom activities, some classroom work this holiday, again, if you have like a day off, you get some time off, and you want to invest in yourself and get ready for 2021, take my Passive Income Workshop. It's going to walk you through the exact model I use to run two passive income businesses. It's super didactic, some of my best material, no fluff, 45 minutes of hard teaching, tools, tactics, uh, and strategies, and templates you can straight rip from the training and apply in your own business that'll help you out. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop or grab the link below. Thanks again for hanging with me, my friend. Talk to you on another episode real soon. Mm-hmm.